0: BLOB TALK RADIO Aloha and welcome to Talking Pictures. This is your... I'm going to give you guys some reviews of some documentaries. I've been going apeshit on documentaries lately uh, on Amazon Prime. We'll start this out with a thank you to Miss Rainey Kerwin who... Okay, a couple of people have told me why do you not have Amazon Prime? And... Part of it was I I was at first against streaming because it killed DVD and I was still an avid user of the red box in the library, but then my DVD player broke. So friends had kind of been mentioning this to me and, you know, we use uh, any excuse to watch movies for me is a good excuse. And I just so happened to get this random email from Rainey um, now that we're, She's announced the release of her film. I was talking to her about press screeners for her film. Coming out June 6th, The Wedding Invitation, it kicked complete ass on the festival circuit. Um, It seemed like every festival it played, it won or was the opening or closing night film. Now, with that, you would think that there's maybe a half an ounce of attitude or ego, but Miss Rainey Kerwin is one of the nicest people I've met in the business, even though she just did our headshots and we had tea. Um, And I've been waiting to see this film for so long. I'm like, I feel like a Star Wars fan. It's been probably... So we want to plug that June 6th, that's coming to iTunes, Amazon Prime, all kinds of different stuff. We will be, of course, reviewing it and we will be having... Miss Rainey Kerwin on the show, which is going to be exciting because we've been wanting to do it for months, but it's been serendipitous that we waited since the show has grown so much since we first wanted to bring her on. She stopped by to uh, say a few words about the film. So that was cool. Uh, also Rainey was kind enough to mention to us a film called losing sight of shore, which premiered at the Newport beach film festival, but is on Netflix. Uh, Sarah Moshman, the director, uh, met her. She was very kind. And it was a few days before her world premiere. I felt so bad that I missed it. And then I was scrolling through Netflix and saw that it was on there. So we have not seen it. We're going to be reviewing it. And also we're going to be having a second person on our team review it. So you get the male and female point of view because this is about four women who row across the Pacific, paddle across the Pacific. So you want to check this film out. I watched the first 20 minutes of it, and you you can tell uh, when you're fortunate to watch films the way we do and get uh, screeners at a 10-film festival. You pretty much know within about five or 10 minutes if the film's going to be worth it. So Losing Sight of Shore, and of course June 6th, keep an eye out for Rainy Kerwin's The Wedding Invitation. Now what I decided to do was, I want to make some recommendations and I'm going to do short reviews because coming up on Tuesday is the 200th episode. Now we're going to review losing sight of shore or, uh, Katie McLean's women direct, which our other executive producers saw at the Newport beach film festival. And that will be played in Soho. So for our New York friends, associates, listeners, Uh, Check that out. Last year at the Soho International Film Festival, we had the good fortune. Again, I'm sitting outside on the porch here, figuring why not just enjoy the night air. Uh, Miles Doliak, uh, we reviewed The Hollow, and we were the first to review it. And his film before that, both on Amazon Prime, The Historian and The Hollow, which closed, was the closing night film of Soho. Uh, he His film was in the LA Times, the New York Times, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, and he gave us the pleasure of reviewing it before anyone. So we're big supporters of the Soho Inter- International Film Festival. They mean a lot to the show, even though we have not gotten to attend because they were our 100th episode. And then we got to review the closing night film before... Anyone else saw it other than Miles and his editing team. So what I wanted to do tonight was, I've been just going bananas on documentaries, and I found something really interesting Uh, with documentaries. I've been purposely choosing documentaries that you can't, I've realized you can't have conversations about these documentaries unless you've known someone 15 years. So I've been picking... Uh documentaries by topic of what I can think about, learn about, uh, have new opinions about or see what my how my opinions are good ones or bad ones through the simple fact that these are doc- documentaries that would um, cause arguments without fail, uh sexual harassment. Um, prisons, how veterans are treated, riots, uh, racism, uh, stuff with the military, war. And it's been a really interesting journey. I'm going to start off by, for the first time ever, since we have the milestone of coming up on episode 200, for the first time ever on this show, we're going to tell you to skip and not watch two films. We're not going to waste our breath knocking them because uh, we are not at their level of filmmaking. And it had such a great cast, but Collateral Beauty with Will Smith don't get sucked into how great the cast is. I had probably the worst movie-watching day you could possibly have. I started it out with a, well, first of all, great documentary about Anita Hill. And learning that, Back then, sexual harassment was so different than what it is now. I was just a kid. Um, I didn't know what sex was, let alone to know what sexual harassment is. Uh, That was a good documentary. Then I went down this bad road of Collateral Beauty, The Comedian with Robert De Niro. Again, great cast, written and produced by Art Linson uh, for, for some of the younger people. He's known for Fight Club. He's known to people my age for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, He is a legend in his own right, but the comedian just stunk. And I guess you can knock the Collateral Beauty and the comedian because De Niro, Danny DeVito, and then in Collateral Beauty, God, it amazed me the cast even made this movie, Will Smith, our show's not going to hurt them. So with that, please do not rent, buy, borrow, sit down for a date. I don't care if you've been trying to get the date for two months, three months, six months. If she wants to watch Collateral Beauty, pretend you're busy. Same thing for girls. And also the comedian, do not be fooled. So then I watched, rewatched Manchester by the Sea only to check out why you know Casey Affleck winning the best after Oscar. That makes me think of Brando and The Godfather. That makes me think of Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. That makes you think of... Uh, there's just so many actors that you attach that award to. No offense. It's not like I could carry a movie. It's not like I could even carry a commercial. I only carry this show because I can't be fired because I own it and it has my name in the title. So who am I to really judge a performance? But... Manchester by the Sea, 30 minutes too long. I would say to check it out. Do not skip it because of uh, Casey Affleck or things in his personal life. And I'm not saying I condone them, agree with them. Talking Pictures does not get into that. There's a lot of things that a lot of people have done in Hollywood that are illegal, that are not condonable. And to me, it's just, I take the film as the film. So interesting film, met its intent, but way too long. So I was just over it. I had had two bad movies, a film that started out the day uncomfortable, learning more about sexual harassment and what idiots men are to women in the workplace. Not all, on either side. And then I came across 20th Century Women, which I'd been waiting for. And I didn't know it had Billy Crude up because it was just all this talk of Annette Benning was gonna be the front runner for the Oscar. She was so much better. And I'm I run the Emma Stone fan club. I mean, I'm such a big fan of hers. She should come on the show and just thank me for how much I like her work. Um, yeah, she's pretty, I'm human. Ray Charles was blind. Uh, nothing tops those red eyes except for her talent, but 20th century woman, women, wow, Annette Benning, you outdid yourself and the honor, an honorary Oscar should be sent to your house. So I went on this crazy documentary run where I just could not stop watching documentaries. And I saw, I'm going to list some films here. Please write them down. I know I'm saying that, that you're probably sick of me saying, write it down. Or you're probably thinking, who is this guy that he always has, he thinks his recommendations are the best? Well, like I said, we don't talk about a film if it's bad. So that was why the uh, Collateral beating and the Comedian, it's the only time you're going to hear me knocking a film. I am not your Negro. I don't want to say anything about this film other than watch it. If you're planning Amazon Prime tonight or in this week, put it on your list best civil rights documentary i've ever seen other than eyes on the prize which was a mini series uh i'm not your negro of course we've seen the footage we've seen the dogs we know what went on but this was just so unique and different and so eye-opening i can't recommend it enough like i said i've 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 seen beyond enough civil rights documentaries where I didn't even want to watch this, but I just thought, you know, I got to watch it. Uh, American teacher, Matt Damon, got behind this one, narrated it. His mom, of course, is a teacher. Took a look at how fucked up the education system is in our country. And some people would say these days, what isn't fucked up? But I'm sorry for my double F on there. Um, But it's true. So... American teacher you have to check out I'm not your Negro American teacher write these down because I saw some of the best documentaries I've ever seen as I go through this list and they're all on Amazon Prime, or through Amazon Prime jump on a free HBO trial, I should have written down which one was HBO which one's Prime, Uh, but you have to check this out check these out, LA 92. Uh, which was a documentary about the riots and had footage of the riots, footage that I believe hasn't been released because through all the films that we've seen, we always just see the famous Reginald Denning. This really went through what happened and how things unfolded for the 1992 riots. And I can't believe we're at the 25 year anniversary. Uh, I i don't mean to talk quick here, but there's some, you know, and, and we've been a little bit depressing here. We're talking about racism, sexual harassment, uh, so check out, also check out Ticket to Write, which is about the startup of Cream Magazine, Rolling Stone, how things were for rock j- journalism in the 70s. Great music, of course. With that, make sure and check out Sound City so we can keep this kind of upbeat. There's, I, I think I watched 30 documentaries. I would love to sit here and review them. And I'm sure you would love to sit here and hear my two-minute uh, babbling about every documentary that I saw, but I thought I've seen 38 movies this week and been completely productive. And the next one I saw was called, and this is, this goes back to our examining movies of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I was so happy to find this documentary. It's 40 minutes. It's called one sec. I had to click off the page. I knew it was you rediscovering John Cazell. John Cazell probably the best character actor ever who knows what he would have done he died early in 1978 young in his 40s everybody knows him as Fredo Corleone only actor to be in five films all five were nominated for best picture Um, three of them won and he was in two best picture nomination nominees in the same year Uh, held his own with uh, Brando with Pacino with De Niro it doesn't get much better than that, but was all, is always just known as Fredo. So John Cazale, Fredo Corleone. Find this one. Uh, I knew it was you. Rediscovering John Cazale, directed by Brett Ratner. Surprisingly, um, let's see. I Wildcats. When you do your HBO free trial, check it out. Cheeseball from the '80s with Woody Harrelson before Cheers. Fun movie when you want to take a break from. Bickering with yourself or your loved one or whatever friends want to dare discuss abortion, racism, and all these downer topics that we have to talk about and discuss. And it's sad that we're no longer in a place or a country right now where we can debate these things and learn from each other. Decided to have a laugh late at night and watch Friday. I had never seen this movie without being under the influence of marijuana. So it really went from like Citizen Kane to being like a Roger Corman movie. Um, I don't know how they did it. I watched War Torn, again, PTSD doc, amazing doc, tracing how PTSD went back to the Civil War. I remember I saw once a film that said Ulysses Sense Grant uh, used to lock himself in a room and drink all day. And that's the problem we have today. I was actually watching another documentary about PTSD. HBO is just so ballsy. They go out there and they just do documentaries about whatever. It doesn't matter how controversial, how much it's going to piss you off, how much it's going to piss people off. Um, However it is, stir the pot. I mean, you know, we kind of have to step back with the show because we have – you know, advertisers, sponsors, investors. And I get that we're not at the place yet where we can just say whatever we want, talk about whatever we want, but we can mention films that, that push the envelope. The next one, let's see, that was a really, really great movie documentary. I'm going through my list here. Um, Penny Marshall's Renaissance man always overlooked because of how great she was with big, a League of Their Own and Awakenings. I'm so glad that the female directors are now coming out of out of the woodworks. The revolution is on. Uh, Valerie Weiss, Tessa Blake, Anna Musso. Um, I can't wait to see Rainey's work. I know Rainey Curwin is going to be one of the up and co- is one of the up and comers. So Penny Marshall. Uh, you know, just kicked ass with Renaissance Man. Mark Wahlberg, before he was Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, Wahlberg. Um, let's see. Abortion, Stories Women Tell. Played Tribeca last year. Not even going to touch this one with a 20-foot pole on air. But please, please check it out. Very important film. Not even going get, to get, get into President or what's going on with that. Because I want you guys to keep listening. Um, so, again, I Am Not Your Negro, LA92, you have to check these out, War Torn, uh, also One Coming Down the Pike, now, I've met this director, I we we reviewed her other film, Valerie Weiss's A Light Beneath Their Feet, uh, which is in the top seven Netflix films to watch on Mother's Day, brilliant film, had the good fortune to have Valerie on. And for The Archer, we're hopefully going to have on editor and the cast. But I got to see The Archer as a screener when it was premiering by, South by Southwest. And then I got to see it at Newport Beach Film Festival. Wonderful film. Uh, coming up May 18th at the James Bridges Theater in at UCLA. You can check this out. And there's going to be a Q&A with Valerie. I want to say... We can never say, we don't say we have favorite people. There's no such thing as nicest people. But Valerie is so kind. She's so wonderful. She's been such a supporter of this show. And, and, and everyone has, all of our guests. They share it and they tell their friends. And it's not just to promote themselves or say they got media. There's, there's a really great thing here. It's the reason why we're at 200 is because of people like Rainey Kerwin who... I literally met and spent a half hour with doing headshots and having tea, and she's recommended guests to us, and she's kept us in the loop of her film. So Valerie Weiss, please check May eighteenth free screening of The Archer at UCLA. You will want to be there. This is she directs. She's also directs Chicago Med, um, an episode. I don't know what's what else is up with that, and if I did, I wouldn't tell you because. When filmmakers tell me things, I don't put it over the air until they tell me. Now here's a documentary that for film history lovers, the kid stays in the picture, Robert Evans. We had his son, Josh Evans on. Uh, Robert Evans has an interesting, very interesting, um, he makes you think of John Cazale. He's most known for producing The Godfather, but he saved Paramount Pictures, only actor to ever run a studio and this was a great documentary. This is just a fun documentary to watch because the way they did it was new to documentary filmmaking. It was based on his tell all autobiography, which is also a gr- which is also an audiobook. I was almost fired from a major motion picture set for a story I won't share, but I will say I was talking with <laughs> one of the biggest movie stars of our day that sh- and uh, we were just talking about Sydney Lumet and Mike Nichols, and I was almost fired. So, don't ever be like that if you're if you're ever a big movie star running a set. Uh, we're going to get to episode 200 real soon. I'm going to give you just a quick preview of it, um, but I wanted you to know about these documentaries because they blew me away. Uh, we also want to congratulate Russell Emanuel, Russell Emanuel, getting occupants onto Amazon Prime. Also to Miss RJ for Uh, Those That was our 16th and 17th guest that we've had on that we were fortunate enough to have come on to talk about their film when it was going to be released or after it was released. Netflix or Amazon Prime. So if we can get Sarah Moshman on, that'll make 18. And Miss Rainey Kerwin will be our 19th when she comes on. And and yeah, we all have to throw out some marketing stuff. And mention some stuff, but I'm really just behind the films. But it is an incredible honor uh, to have these films on. Uh, True Story. This is probably my favorite Jonah Hill film, next to Moneyball, Wolf of Wall Street. But that's because it's the story's different. Please go on. Check out. You got to get an HBO free trial through Amazon Prime, or if you have HBO.com, please check out True Story. This was genius. Jonah Hill, how he didn't get an Oscar nomination is, I'm clueless. I then watched a film today called Gunfight. Another subject we can't touch with a 10-foot pole. Abortion, PTSD, gunfight. Uh, I wish I could have an opinion, but I can't. Um, War Dogs with Jonah Hill. Didn't like it the first time. Loved it the second time. Miles Teller great film on of his on Netflix titled Two Night Stand where he gets, I won't spoil it because what I was just going to say would have spoiled the whole thing, but Two Night Stand, Miles Teller, uh, talk about a great actor. Um, so yeah, I am also tonight, the last thing I wanted to say was I'm in the middle of a film called Lioness, which I guess it's illegal for women to fight in wars and combat units and this goes to the story of a major battle that was going on in Fallujah and had a bunch of women involved with the, with Marines. They were army and there's no mention of it. So this film caught my eye because it was media hiding stuff. I had what someone say to me once, well, you can't talk bad about media because you're media. I said, well, you know what? I'm not corporately owned. Nobody tells me what to say. And I wouldn't say something that someone told me to say if they did tell me to say it. So with that, we wanted to get these documentaries out. LA 92, Lioness, I listed too many of them. True story, not a doc, but check it out. Gunfight, War Torn, get yourself an Amazon Prime free trial and an HBO free trial and go nuts. I mean, I saw 38 films this week and some of them really did change me and change how I'm going to view things and look at things and the conversations I'm going to have with people that I've known for a decade and a half or two decades because we can talk about whatever and not fight. I'm not going to, did I, I think i said that like 10 times. So I hope we all take a clue and a point from that. Once again, June 6th, we're going to plug the wedding invitation coming to iTunes, Amazon, all that good stuff. Rainy Kerwin. uh, I put on Facebook a good film. They all say it starts out with great script, but I saw after meeting Valerie Weiss, and Rainey and some and Anna Musso, some of my favorite directors, although they have to be called women directors, which they rightfully should be called with this revolution going on. Uh, a great film starts out with a great person. I don't think it, and I'm stealing that from Haskell Wexler, who says a great cinematographer has to be a good person. So again, kudos to Rainey. Um, we are excited about this. We will be bringing you a review. And that brings us to... Episode 200. We're gonna have on Mr. Jason Cartleyan from C- who made Seahorses. He's got a great short out there on the on the um, festival circuit right now, titled Subculture. You can check that out. Um, let's see who else. Elizabeth J. Lee Davies, who made La Petite Form, which will be playing in LA at the Raw Festival, premiered at CineQuest. Wonderful metaphorical. Uh, just a great piece of work. And again, it goes back to good director is a good person. She was wonderful. She gave us a seven minute live from CineQuest interview on our uh, Facebook page. And she was the first filmmaker to do. I was so happy at how many views it got. And then we're going to have, as I've said, one of my favorite filmmakers. She's a friend of the show. She's a friend and associate um, I met her on that same motion picture I was almost fired from. Miss Anna Musso, who's also directed a short film. She directed L Train, which um, was shortlisted for an Oscar nomination. And then she made, and that won all kinds of, played all kinds of festivals, Sundance, um, won multiple awards. Uh, Anna she's just such a cool person. She's so supportive. Um, it picked up jury awards in Aspen and at the USA festival in Dallas. Um, sorry, I'm getting awards mixed up here. She won in Santa Barbara and Chicago for L train for run fast, which starred Robert Forster from Jackie Brown and many other things. Uh, she won the woman to watch award and she won a award, jury awards in Aspen and Dallas And I'm sorry, I'm just so excited that she's going to come on the show. She was our seventh guest, and she said she would return no matter what. And she's worked on films that I will not name, but she has worked with a lot of very known people in front of and behind the camera, a lot of Oscar winners and nominees. And she has no attitude, just like, you know, Valerie Weiss, There's so many guests. I'm just using these three examples. Valerie Weiss to go from directing Chicago Med to uh, working with us so we can see her film and Rainey to do all she's done, get a good release going and still keep her commitment to come on the show in June. And then Anna who went on to work on a few films that were with Oscar winners and to still say she's going to come back 193 episodes later. So I'm jazzed Tuesday between one and three, who knows who else we're going to be getting calls from. I'll leave that up to the fact that you need to listen. You need to also please go to our Facebook page and like it. Tell your friends to like it. I watched a social media documentary that said, one of the reasons why we don't have likes for our project is because we don't take the time to personally ask our friends, I asked one friend. He got us 12 likes in 12 hours. So that shows you the power of documentary. See, I end it with social media. So I'm not just telling you about another one that's a topic we can't. That. I look forward to Tuesday. I decided to just calm down here because, trust me, I'm going to be beyond excited Tuesday. I can't even begin to thank the people that have put us here, our producers. Our correspondence are new and upcoming. You know what? There's just so many things to announce that I'm going to leave it with. Take a listen again to this, write down these documentaries, enjoy them, learn, find it in your heart to have some debate and help learn yourself and teach others what you've learned. And again, episode 200, it is Saturday night, Tuesday, May 16th at 6.00 PM. We will be releasing, or maybe a little bit later, if if we have to work out some details, uh, we'll be releasing episode 200. So from all of us here at Talking Pictures, we say thank you, and I am so honored that we will be doing episode 200. You know the deal, whether it's morning, afternoon, or night, or any other time of day you find, make sure and watch a good movie. Spread some peace, and aloha.